You're listening to Arc Radio Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh and welcome to Radio Ramadan Glasgow 87.7 FM. I am Dawood Duncan and alhamdulillah of praise and thanks to God and peace and blessings be upon his final messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is mashallah the coming up really for the end of Ramadan and you're joining the Embrace Show. Alhamdulillah the Embrace Show is a show for new Muslims by new Muslims and mashallah it's uh, the show that's for you people out there that have come to Islam later in life uh, maybe because you have a convert maybe because you have a revert that kind of stuff and mashallah we've had an amazing month full of uh, a nice varied uh, selection of guests mashallah uh, last show we had on we were actually talking with brother Alan Duncan from down in England despite the Scottish surname he was uh, from south of the border mashallah Alan was talking about his interesting story of originally coming from a kind of right wing uh, racist background um, and mashallah coming to the Dean of Islam which you know completely forbids racism you know this kind of arrogance and superiority complex and these kind of things and um, you know mashallah has been benefiting ever since subhanallah he was talking about the issue of politics for some people they find that politics is a really important integral part of being a Muslim a, a serious duty that we must all be involved in for others they maybe just get turned off by the whole entire thing and find that it's a real uh, thing they stay away from completely mashallah um, we discussed as well with brother Johnny about the certain responsibilities and opportunities to do good and forbid evil inshallah that are there uh, with the political process in, in Scotland and Britain mashallah so alhamdulillah um, we tonight uh, are lucky to have a return guest mashallah part two of the saga alhamdulillah a few um, weeks ago we had sister Aisha on Aisha was talking about um, being married with uh, someone of a different culture. Mashallah, sister Aisha is really lucky to be married to a Patan, mashallah, from the north of Pakistan. Alhamdulillah, really, um, you know, hospitable and noble people uh, of, mashallah, real steadfastness on the good, mashallah. So, um, sister, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah. Wa alaikum assalam. Mashallah, so good to have you along. Alhamdulillah, how did you find the show after you were on? Yeah, I got a lot of positive feedback, mm-hmm. like especially from, I actually had a lot of people listening who weren't reverts as well, mm-hmm. like friends from my own kind of, like, friends from the Pakistan community that I have had right. before I was reverts, so they were uh-huh. like, oh, mashallah, we heard you on the radio. SubhanAllah. You know? did, did you find um, that anyone who wasn't Muslim, maybe some non-Muslim friends listened in as well? Um, well, I know my sister listened in, and she was getting other people uh, to listen in as mm-hmm. well, because I do have a lot of like non-Muslims on my Facebook, which yeah. which is quite surprising. Like people from school, and obviously uh-huh. I'm quite quite pro-Muslim on Facebook. Yeah, like I'm quite like my dad calls it banging the drum, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, like a lot of people do say on Facebook, like, oh, like you're a Muslim, but mm-hmm. you're not like a typical Muslim what we'd see like mm. in the media. Like you're mm. you're like a different example. And I said, yeah, alhamdulillah. Far more exciting, yeah. mashallah. <laughs> <laughs> alhamdulillah. Um, it, it's funny actually with the radio. I had my dad on, and we were having conversations on air, which he was really happy to do about what it was like to experience your child becoming Muslim. Yeah. And mashallah, it was a really great conversation. It's funny how. Um, subhanallah, you know, the radio can be a really good uh, venue for telling your story and for people to listen to it too, mashallah. So, alhamdulillah, last time we talked about your marriage and we've also found out that, you know, thanks to God, I keep saying alhamdulillah, just, <laughs> I'm so happy, um, yeah. that you are 
pregnant, mashallah. Yes, and you're due? Yeah, five days ago. Five days ago. <laughs> so, alhamdulillah, strap in. So this could I'm be the most like, exciting oh. show of the whole of Ramadan, <laughs> mashallah. That's what my sister was just saying there before. <laughs> before she goes, oh, like, I'm going to listen in because imagine it happens live. And I went, no. Oh, my no, goodness. Like, don't that. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a bit nervous, mashallah. But alhamdulillah, really excited. Um, so, we phoned 99. Is, 999, is that the plan? Yeah, probably. Yeah, mashallah. Right, right. <laughs> Girls, swallow get ready. <laughs> mashallah. So, um, alhamdulillah, this is what we're going to talk about in tonight's show. Um, you know, mashallah, the the thought of having children, um, mashallah. You know, you, you've been Muslim for around a year. Um, you met, uh, you became Muslim. You met someone who was Muslim and learned about Islam, and then mashallah, you took shahada quite soon. Uh, kind of quite close to your marriage as yeah, well, yeah. Uh, mashallah. And you've been married for about a year now, also, yeah. mashallah. Handling yeah, so a year in Islam, but. Actually, I thought it's well worth saying. We talked about it uh, briefly, and and on other shows as well. That you know, Sister Aisha uh, helps to run an organisation. Uh, well, I don't know if it's that formal, but it's <laughs> a panel, a group, mashallah, that that meets up and supports new Muslims. A kind of social group. What, what, could you tell us a bit about your group? Yeah, well, we run me and myself, uh, myself and Sister Hannah. She's mm-hmm. like another co-founder. Mm-hmm. We kind of bumped our heads together yeah. and decided to open up start the Glasgow Reverts uh-huh. which I knew there was a lot of different other I've never met any other revert group mm-hmm. like being being a revert myself I heard of like new to Islam but then I heard it kind of disbanded slightly yeah so I never really got a chance to kind of be involved with that mm-hmm. so then I thought then I thought well there's there's different needs like mm. there's definitely different needs for reverts yeah and there was just something lacking in Glasgow, I think. No, like, there I, is, I think big style, yeah. Yeah, there was something lacking in Glasgow. And there wasn't any kind of, okay, yeah, there was Muslim classes. There was like, mm-hmm. there's one that we I went to previous in Al-Mizan. And it was like w- insight mm-hmm. to Islam. You know, and it was good. Like, alhamdulillah, it was Mashallah. good. Was it specifically for people like yourselves who've come to the Dean later? No, it was for a mixture. I think it was right. people who, like, are, are born Muslim. And mm-hmm. maybe they, they felt like they wanted to get more into their Dean. Yeah. More practicing, you know. And it was just kind of like basic things like, Talk about the ninety nine names of Allah. Yeah. Um, talking about Sirah, like Tafsir uh-huh. of Quran. Mashallah. But there wasn't mm. things like specifically for reverts, which is things is like Aye. like how to pray, <laughs> how to make wazu, <laughs> how to like all these kind of social can I, things. Can I eat? You know, can yeah. I eat a KFC? You know, yeah, these like kind of these things, kind yeah. of things, and you know, like how to how to deal with your family who of are course. not Muslim, and yeah. how to deal with any negative. Because what I find is a revert. If you're born Muslim, mm-hmm. you don't get questioned about being Muslim. You just kind of see, assume, and like Astaghfirullah for me saying, but you kind of see like if you see like someone who's you assume that they're Muslim. You know? Right, but right. Like it, it, it makes sense to a lot more people. Yeah. Someone from the Indian subcontinent is a Muslim, yeah. and people don't get too confused. So you don't go, oh well, because you can say, oh, why are you Muslim? Because they go, oh well, well, I was born Muslim, and they go, okay, mm-hmm. that's fine. Yeah. You don't get a choice, basically. Yeah. But people go when you see like a white face, mm-hmm. and they go, oh, you chose to be Muslim, and I still, mm-hmm. I said, yeah, and they go, why? You know, and so you have to have yeah. all these answers, and that's why we started Glasgow Reverts because, right. like, I think Alhamdulillah, I do come off as like a confident person, and I could mm-hmm. talk. And I can, I can perfect like, for radio. Sister. Perfect for radio, <laughs> and I can, I can argue black as white, well, you know. And uh-huh. I've had many arguments with my dad about Islam. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. he goes, "Oh, but why is it do this? And why is ISIS doing mm-hmm. this?" And I mm-hmm. said, "Well," and, I, and he goes, "You have an answer for everything." I said, "Well, yeah, Alhamdulillah, you have to, yeah. because you need to defend it, yeah. especially in the current, 
situation just now, like post-Brexit as well. So yeah, there's, there's certainly times that for Muslims that are a wee bit worrying. Yeah. Um, yeah, and a bit of a, a hate figure in the culture. Yeah, yeah can be. Yeah. Marshall, I mean, it's got to be said that Alhamdulillah, there's also a lot of um, positive stories of Muslims yeah. as well. Mashallah, there was, uh, you know, a real there's a few things that have given real positivity um, to my feelings towards the, you know, the situation. And one thing I would say when you come to Islam, for listeners who are maybe very new to, to coming to religion, you'll find also when you start to tell people your religion, you've probably no doubt found this as well in the year, some people react really strongly. You know, they might be like, really like, wow, it's amazing. You know, yeah. they might be like, why are you doing that? You know, and question you. Some people are, are very, also quite surprised me. Some people are like, oh, you're Muslim, cool. Anyway, blah, blah, blah. You know, and some people, um, you know, mashallah, there's also, you know, it's not all doom and gloom, basically. Mashallah. Yeah, like what happened, I, I frequently take taxis a lot just now just because of pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And I remember meeting a few, maybe about two months ago, I remember meeting a brother. Yeah. And he was he was mixed race. He was half mm-hmm. Pakistani and mm-hmm. he was half, he's half white. Yeah. And he was saying like oh basically he was Muslim but he didn't he didn't practice mm. because he felt that when he went to mosque he was judged and if right. he weren't praying properly that you would get told oh you're not praying properly That's you're not shame. doing it right you know mm-hmm. so and he was sensing it all basically how his mum was a Jehovah's Witness and I said oh my grand's a Jehovah's Witness so we mm-hmm. had this conversation and then last week when I went to Iftar mm-hmm. um, at uh, Glasgow Central Mosque went to Iftar, I got a taxi home because it was late, it was like about 12 o'clock mm-hmm. and he picked me up this, the same, same taxi driver wow. and he goes, oh I've picked you up before and I said yeah, and he goes, oh you're really into like, you know, Islam aren't you and I said, well yeah, I said obviously I said, I'm not going to pick a religion and just go oh, I'm not going to bother, like I'm not going to pray I'm not <laughs> going to practice, it's pointless you know yeah. and I think I got through to him a wee. He was really, he was very nice, Marshall, a man. And mm. like he used to say, he goes, I don't practice, to be mm. honest, and stuff. And when he dropped me off, he actually said, Assalamu alaikum to me when I was yeah. leaving. Yeah. And I was so happy, you know, I was like, oh, wa alaikum assalam. You know, I was so happy that he said mm-hmm. it because I'm thinking, like, if you even, like, talked about Islam to someone and they even come back to their deen mm-hmm. or start reading about it or come into your deen, mm-hmm. like, come into the deen, you know, yeah. like, that's so much like reward as well. Yes, upon yeah. that's a real reward. And and you know, I'm thinking it's quite an experience. I think probably the first time you encounter someone that's a Muslim that maybe isn't practicing. I know yeah. so many people come to Islam sometimes without ever meeting Muslims yeah. or with only meeting a couple. And this realization that the there are members of the Muslim community that don't meet up to this amazing uh, kind of level almost, you uh-huh. know, of, of practice that's among the Sahaba. May Allah be pleased with them. Yeah. Among companions, Muhammad peace be upon him. So you know, when that first happens, it's quite weird um but uh you know it can be quite shocking mashallah we forget actually that there's a support needed for the wider community as well yeah you know? definitely um so that's why a lot of the new muslim organizations that happen some you know will mix in people as well there are yeah. people who find it for various reasons difficult unless we support people subhanallah we know that there are you know hundreds of people um in glasgow you know mashallah coming to the dean regularly yeah. every year subhanallah yeah. maybe thousands in scotland you know by by various estimates they're not going to flourish until we have support but this goes for the mashallah the wider community too subhanallah well you know, talk about being supporting these kind of things too alhamdulillah you're you're due mashallah five days ago yeah. to be a mummy <laughs> yeah. inshallah. Yeah, inshallah um so you know as a new muslim you know as someone who's been muslim for a year when this happened do you feel that there were um oh come on how are you feeling just now about the whole thing 
you don't mind me asking. I'm feeling fed up. Right. <laughs> just now. Yeah. But I think that's just a natural kind of feeling that mm-hmm. someone who goes overdue is like, you are fed up and yeah. you just, like, I think it's more to do. And it's, it's funny as well because my family go, oh, when mm-hmm. is he coming? And don't get me wrong, I love them a lot, but I get a text message every day, oh, mm-hmm. is the baby not here yet? And I'm like, no. Like, I had him and I never told you, <laughs> you know, yeah. like these. But okay, obviously I know they're concerned and they're asking, but I'm like, okay, I will tell you if I have the baby or if I go yeah. into hospital, you know. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll be screaming over there. Like, I'm like, ah! Help! You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when, when you first found out, you know, I'm thinking regarding your, your relationship with Allah, right? Yeah. Your relationship with God, when you found out, what was it like? Was this something that you found, you know, you know, strengthened your dean? You know, did, did you worry? Did you did you think a lot about your dean when you found out you first found out that you were pregnant? When I first found out, I think, to be honest, I never really thought about my dean, like because I was practicing anyways. Mm-hmm. I just felt, oh, alhamdulillah, like this is a blessing mm-hmm. from Allah, Mashallah. you know. And obviously, when it's so small, you you first take a pregnancy test, it's not really significant to you. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's significant until you get your first scan. To be honest. Right. When I got the first scan, mm-hmm. that's when I knew, like, oh my days, like, this mm. this baby's inside me, Washa you know? Allah. Like, it's growing, mm-hmm. you know? And then it gets a wee bit more real then because obviously it's really small then. Yeah. But then it was when, like, like subhanAllah, when, when I was, my 20-week scan, that's when you find out what the, the sex of the baby is. Right. Is so, it a secret? No, no, no. Um and it was uh, so we found out it was just me and my hubby went uh-huh. and we found out it was a boy Mashallah. and he was like and as soon as they said it was a boy he was like oh, alhamdulillah yeah. you know he was so happy you know and we, we had a name right away so we oh. call him his name so he's Adam oh mashallah so that's his name and he gets called every time I talk about him it's like oh Adam Adam like he's already like here you feel like he's, yeah, like he's already it's here again strange, it's like it? oh Adam like but <laughs> Once and then once you start your stomach starts growing and you start mm-hmm. feeling the kick, that's when it's so real, right. you know. And then that's when I started going, oh, I'm the, the realization hits like I'm actually going to be a mum, mm-hmm. you know. I said I need to bring up this child, mm-hmm. you know, because we've got. My hubby said like there's this, like I think there's a saying. I'm not sure if it's hadith, but there's a saying like if mm-hmm. you, if the hus- if the man is pious, he brings the dean to uh-huh. your door. Yeah. But if the woman is pious, uh-huh. then he she brings the deen and all the generations. Mashallah. So, like, inshallah, I want to. Be, obviously, I'm, I'm practicing and my uh-huh. husband is practicing, so we oh, want yeah. to bring up Adam, like, to be a pious Muslim. Mashallah. Mashallah. It's beautiful. Subhanallah. You know, so. Mashallah. May Allah make him uh, pious. I mean, inshallah. and uh, inshallah, Amen. a real uh, guide for us all. I mean, mashallah. Um, so, um, you know. Finding out you're, you're, you're pregnant, Marshall, it's really good uh, news and so on. Do you feel that, like, as a new Muslim, you know, did it did it make you think much about your journey um, regarding being a new Muslim? There may be things that new Muslims themselves would ask specifically when they become pregnant. Well, I had to find out the kind of, like, rules, not rules per se, but, like, the kind of things that happen when you ha- give birth. Mm-hmm. Like, because there is a few things, and I know there's some things that are culturally like and there's some things that are kind like religious rulings and religious rulings but then yeah. there's some things that maybe mix culturally like mm-hmm. I get told oh if you have a boy like because obviously his dad's Pakistani if you uh-huh. have a boy you have to give it laddus right which is like a Pakistani sweet, sweet. very delicious so you, yes. yeah very nice so you need uh-huh. to give it laddus if it's a boy but if it's a girl you need to give mixed matai so it's right. mixed sweets and so I went mixed sweets and I said what <laughs> like oh my gosh you know like, and then there's that thing where like yeah. when women give us birth like mm-hmm. you have the 40 days 
No. Yeah, yeah. So obviously the forty days rule, which mm-hmm. yeah, I understand that there is a forty days, but mm-hmm. people say like, oh, you can't go out during the forty days. Right. So you find you it like kind of quite extreme advice the, that maybe can't go to a party, you can't do right. this, you can't. And I go, and I said, well, there's. I said, well, you find me hadith. Yeah. Right. Is that you actually from the religion? Yeah. Or is you it tell, maybe you just find me hadith where, where yeah. it says this, and, yeah. I've, and I've not found anything. No. So basically, no. I found out. I, st- I contacted a few scholars and I said, yeah. okay. What is basically... I must trap in for for, for a month. Yeah. Yeah. I said, okay, what's the ruling right, uh-huh. when I have the baby? What do I need to do with the baby? And they went, okay, basically, first of all, the baby needs to hear azan. It needs yeah. to have the azan read in its sure. ear. And I said, okay. I said, also, it's a sunnah as well to do a thing called tadnik. I think that's how you right. pronounce it. Which is basically, you put something sweet on the roof of oh, the baby's yes. mouth. Marshall, so yeah. you can either be, I think, honey... Or uh-huh. like a date, like a mashed up bit of date, uh-huh. not like yeah. a big whole date, obviously, uh-huh. but a little bit. Uh-huh. A date, uh-huh. obviously, by he needs to be named by the seventh day. Mm-hmm. That's kind of traditional. Mm-hmm. He needs to, obviously, he's a boy, so he needs to go through a certain operation. Yeah, because he's Mashallah. a boy, and also by the seventh day, he needs to have his head shaved. Yeah, which a lot of non-Muslims don't understand. They think right. it's cruel. Like, oh, nah. why are you shaving his head? Is that right? Yeah, a lot of Muslims do I would have thought, oh, if it's go, quite nice, got a wee go, haircut. Yeah, but they go, sure. oh, but he's so small and his head's so delicate and he's got a soft spot. Why are you going to cut his Don't head? go banging in there with the knees. Yeah, you're not you going to go, oh, like this, <laughs> yeah, you know. But, yeah, mashallah. So I just realised, like, these are all the things mm. that are actually done enough. So and the aqiqah as well, have you? Yeah, the aqiqah, yeah, the aqiqah, yeah. So... I've decided with the Akika what we're going to do. That's just going to sacrifice of an yeah. animal, I'm not sure. Yeah. So with, with a boy, you have to do oh, two animals. Mm-hmm. Yes, With a course. girl, it's only one. So with a boy, we're doing two animals. So I'm uh-huh. going to... I think what we're going to do, we're going to do one animal in Pakistan. A right. Uh, to give to charity? To give to charity Mashallah. in Pakistan. Beautiful. And what I'm going to do with the other animal, I'm going to do it here. And I'm uh-huh. going to donate it to the... I've got a badgie um, who... Sister, yeah. Yeah, who works with... Uh, the Syrian refugees, oh, like ladies. Mashallah, that's great. So yeah. I'm going to donate like that to the Syrian refugees yeah. ladies as well. Mashallah, it's, it's a real group that um, you know in, in definite need of support. Yeah. You know, people we hear about all the time, yeah. our brothers and sisters, and Mashallah, there's there's some beautiful beautiful things happening to support these people but if you can get involved do Marshall. and yeah. also the Syrian people I've found and I've worked in schools teaching Syrian kids yeah. Marshall, that kind of stuff and Marshall, the manners SubhanAllah are just right. so beautiful Marshall. so you know it's, it's a real rewarding thing Marshall. so Alhamdulillah so you've found out with these rulings as you say you found out with some quite extreme rulings and yeah. you find out maybe actually this is just kind of a cultural thing that yeah. this would make sense a bit like you like, know, like we, putting yeah. putting like a lot of people put um Sorma. Sorma. Sorma is like a, is Asian like thing? a black kind of powder. Oh right. Like it is a sunnah. Uh-huh. Like men yeah, coal. Yeah, yeah. Coal. Yeah, the, yeah. So eyes, it is yeah. coal. Like Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam used to wear it. Yeah. You know, it is a sunnah. Uh-huh. But a lot of people sure. put it on babies because they go, oh, it protects the baby from nazar. Right. Probably I'm going to get probably hounded for this. Uh-huh. Like people go, oh, how yeah. are you saying that? But it protects the baby from nazar, or it okay. makes her eyes bigger, right. or there's a thing where if you squeeze the baby's nose, oh, like. It'll give him not like a big nose, okay. you know, and it's it's just these things, you that's know. And, I, and people say this, they go, "Oh, but you need to do it." And I yeah. go, "But that's not Islam." Do you like, know my mum used to stroke my ears? She's like, "Stroke my ears," so that we'd go back. Like I've yeah. got to get ears. That my hubby says you know. as well. He says, "Oh, I'm going to get like a bag of sand." <clears throat> a bag of sand. And I said, "I said." Why? I said, why are you getting a bag of sand for? He goes, well, you put a bag of sand, you know, and you let the baby lie on it, so it gives him a nice shaped head. And I was like, 
I was like, what kind of backwards thing is that? A bag of Saint Marshall. Alhamdulillah, I bet there's millions of these things. It's probably a million, you yeah, know, like sorma on the eyes. I'm like, my it's, baby. It's, it's quite funny, actually. Now, here, I mean, this is probably too early, but I find, right, we talked about, you know, um, intercultural marriage, yeah. and we talk about, you know, Alhamdulillah, being, being uh, pregnant. You know, parenthood, I've, I know a sister who's um, had a baby, and you know, you, you're getting a flavour of this, but mashallah, they find a lot of intercultural advice about babies. Yeah. Um, and that's upon a lot. Um, for me, I think it's like, you know how important it is. If you get a bit of health advice about a baby, we're like, it's so important. Like the baby will need, you know, you need to, I can't think of any advice at the moment because I'm not a, not a daddy. <laughs> not yet, inshallah. inshallah. But alhamdulillah, you know, um, we could think of it as so important. But likewise, I think from different cultures as well, yeah. it's just the same. They think, no, it's really important, this baby. For example, you know, there's things like diet where I know a mother who wants to have their child not have, you know, I'm sure they would do this sooner with the sweet uh, taste in birth, but, you know, they would like them to be weaned on to quite savoury food first and then inshallah yeah. sugar later because of yeah. the problems. Whereas the in-laws are desperate to feed the baby sugar, yeah. sugar, 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 you know. Yeah. So, and, and it's, it's you know, both are so sincere. Yeah. And, you know, have you found much of this uh, as well, kind of um, kind of crazy advice? Has, has it ever been a problem? Has it ever been a kind of um, attention at all? No, because I'm quite blunt. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm, I've made it very clear to, like, obviously my in-laws don't stay here, so right. I don't have that kind of problem with in-laws. The close proximity, yeah. yeah. Um, but my family are quite like okay this is her baby and I've told him straight uh-huh. like about everything I said I said when Adam is born yeah. I said it's my job to make an announcement on Facebook I said there mm-hmm. will be no pictures on Facebook of him okay for like religious reasons I know there's right. mixed kind of opinions about that yeah. but nuzzer but at any rate, I don't want pictures. But certainly you're not comfortable with it for various yeah, reasons. Exactly, because yeah. obviously Facebook can be very public, you know, even though uh-huh. if you have so many private settings, it takes just one person to share that picture and it goes into... Yeah, and, you know, and it's and, shareable, you know, it's a thing that I think yeah. a lot of people would share. Yeah, exactly, it's a good sure, news, yeah. but obviously there is, there is nuzzer, you know, and as Islam mm-hmm. we do mm-hmm. believe in it. Mm-hmm. You know? Like kind of, uh, like uh, sort of ill will and black magic. Yeah, kind black of stuff. magic, like yeah, evil eye. And obviously, and, yeah, just at the end of the day, we, we're, we're, yeah. we're yeah. old enough, you know, we're adults and we know, like, okay, we leave the house yeah. and we can read Ayah de Kursi mm-hmm. and that's fine, that's us protected, you know, yeah. Alhamdulillah, like Allah protects us, you know. But a baby doesn't have that, a baby can't recite Ayah de Kursi, yeah. you know, so it's yeah. our duty as parents that we need to protect that baby. Yeah. So I think, well, like I'm not wanting pictures on and uh-huh. living okay that's fine Marshall yeah well alhamdulillah and, you know, th- this is the thing it's, you know I, I think a lot of the time we can get caught up in, in, in religious rulings and this is a good thing to be careful about our deen yeah. subhanAllah but sometimes you know Marshallah not comfortable not comfortable you know for whatever reason this yeah. is my reasons and alhamdulillah this, this is the way yeah. it goes Marshallah um, for me one question came up you know it, I always worry when I feel think about kids I always worrying about babysitting yeah is this something that, that you've, you've thought about you know do, do you worry about giving your parents uh, you know your children regarding halal food and these kind of things no um, I know for a fact like when like I, obviously inshallah I want to breastfeed because that's sure. like the Islamic thing to do Mashallah. and it's and certainly the, the, the know, common the health advice common, if you're like, able you know, then like, do it Bismillah do it, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Inshallah so, and I know for a fact that's fine but then what I've I've been given like a lot of kind of baby books mm-hmm. like kind of recipes to make my own food so then it's got yeah. no problem just to kind of like my family know now like because my family are very understanding like my gran mm-hmm. um, she goes to 
um, like she'll come all the way up from Port Glasgow to go to the House of Share Mashallah. just to go to the Food Asia mm-hmm. just so she can get halal Aww. chicken so if they're really supportive so, yeah so she can just get halal chicken just so like there's food here for, for when me and my hubby go that's, that's beautiful alhamdulillah this is one thing and I'm, I don't know about yourself but the, the story that we always hear is that people come to Islam maybe initial worry from parents but mashallah things get better subhanallah well listen Aisha already we've come to the end of the show so I'd just like to thank you very much no and problem. wish you all the best I mean I'll ask everyone to make dua for your baby inshallah that they inshallah. have become mashallah the most pious leader among us I mean and inshallah we're all uh, you know kept safe inshallah and, and given ease in this time I mean other than that assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh I'll join you tomorrow at 8 o'clock inshallah in Radio Ramadan 87.7 FM assalamu alaikum For more information and to listen to more podcasts, visit us at arc.score or check out the Arc Media app.